Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planetan, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development, so we can be strong role models for those who have a mentor, and especially strong for our own personal well-being. Well, today is the day that we get to fire up the source at long last. I hope you've been studying along with me because this best-selling book by Dr. Tara Swart is a game-changer. She begins this chapter with a very strong quote from Goethe. Here we go. Whatever you do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Don't you just love that? But I have another quote for you from the same polymath. Knowing is not enough. We must apply action wins the race. And she has four segments to firing up the source. I will give you a little brief introduction and then we're going to jump right into it. Number one, raised awareness, making the subconscious conscious and turning off your autopilot. Step two, action board to design the vision for your future. Step three, focused attention. Focused attention. Whoa, that one's going to be a game changer. And number four, deliberate practice. Repetition is the crucial final step four. And I'm going to go into each of these in detail and record each episode separately so you can focus personally on that which you really need to hone for your skill set. It could be different. Maybe you've never done a vision board or an action board before. Maybe you want to dive into that a little deeper, whatever that may be for you. And I'll link them all in the show notes as well between each one. So let's go. Step one, raised awareness. Switch off your autopilot. (laughs) Carl Jung said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And I finally, finally understand that. Do you understand that quote? I must have heard it, I don't know how many times, and I've listened to it over and over again, and I'm like, what do you mean? What do you really, really mean? It's that autopilot that you have going on, those habits that you know you have to change. Raise your awareness. Raise your awareness to switch off the autopilot. Turn off the bad habit autopilot and trade it in for a good one. But how do you do that? Well, she begins the chapter talking about how when we're very young, different things imprint upon us. And if you're carrying that baggage with you wherever you go, looking over your shoulder and throwing it down at the next place or the next person or the next relationship or the next job, whatever that is, It's time to let go. It's time to let go of that. And maybe you're not even aware of it, but that's why you have to raise your awareness. You have to dig down to build yourself up. And she says, the models we have for what family, love, and self mean to us are set early on by our primary attachments. But their biggest influence comes as a result of the way we internalize these attachments, experiences, and beliefs, then imprint them onto other relationships and situations as we move through life. 
So what is imprinted on you? Abundant thinking? Money flows easily and readily towards you? Your life is full? You're grateful? You have happiness? This is a daily habit you have to work on. Daily. Because you have this powerful voice inside your head that's trying to stop you from what's going to make you a better person. It's just called survival mode. And that's the lowest part of the totem pole, isn't it? Or pyramid, whatever. You come up with the analogy that works for you. But it's only the first stepping stone. And these things trigger us. Our little ghosts can trigger us. Our little gremlins, our little devils on our shoulder can haunt us, right? So you have to start to make small changes that can adjust these subconscious reactions over time. This is how you start to take charge of your future. And those ghosts live on your dark side. And those ghosts can be your family. Mm, maybe you're going to have to mentally let go of some of that. Secrets. Mm. Beliefs. What were overriding beliefs in your family? Values. Boundaries. We all carry a little bit of that. And you know what? <laughs> It's funny, this works both ways. Because when I was growing up, I thought we were a very wealthy family. My parents provided for us, but we were middle class, which is just fine. Thank you very much. But they made special things, special occasions. And by doing so, I had a firm belief that we were so wealthy. We were, I don't know, I didn't know what a millionaire was back then, but things like going out for dinner to a restaurant, that was special. Having a, a pop or a bag of chips, that was special. Those were treats, those were indulgences. And as a result, my belief was not limiting. It was full of abundance. But as you get older and the little whack-a-moles come out to try and pin you down, your mindset changes. And the opposite is true. Maybe you didn't grow up thinking you were in a wealthy family. Or maybe you knew you weren't in a wealthy family. Not like me. <laughs> Just naive, right? <laughs> but you have a choice. To reset your mindset, to let go of that ghost and lift your spirits high. But let's begin today. Let's begin taking charge of our future. Let's start each morning with a serious intention on doing so. And here's what she has to say With something as complex and interconnected as the networks in your brain and the way this influences your behavior, Knowing where and how to start taking control can feel overwhelming. Look into your own past conditioning is a good place to begin understanding the patterns that have been laid down in your brain to make sense of the world and your place in it. So she says, just start with exploring your limiting beliefs. And if you have a journal or a notepad, write these things down. 
write down what you think your limiting belief is. And she gives an example here. I'm not the creative type. I find it difficult to meet people. (laughs) I am not, or I can't fill in the blank. And then she says, take each sentence in turn and ask yourself the following. What is my evidence for believing this? Write these supporting statements down. In the third column, write down the evidence against this statement. Is it true in an objective sense? Is it true? And number four, now ask yourself how helpful these beliefs are for your happiness. Yes, indeed. Consider what these beliefs add to your life and how they impact on your behavior and happiness. Do you want to hold these beliefs about yourself? If you don't, could you let go of them? What would help you to begin this process? Think back to your intention, your big picture goal. We started out with that in the beginning, didn't we? And visualize how changing these beliefs is likely to affect your achieving your big picture goal. And after you give yourself this exercise, you're going to be in shock. You are going to be in shock. You are going to be like, why on earth would I ever think that about myself? Why on earth indeed? You know better. You know better. No more victim mode. No more woe is me. No more I don't have the time, the energy, or the desire. When you start writing things down and you have to face them every morning, in your intentions, in your mantra, as you meditate and digest on these things, you have no limits. Your beliefs are the only limitation you have. And it's really absolutely fascinating. And I really encourage you, if you're just jumping in on the show right now, go back to the first episode on this playlist. It's all about the law of attraction and the science behind it. And that will make you a believer for sure. So this raised awareness, how do you reframe it? How do you move forward when you have this lack mindset? Haha. She says, focus, change your focus. Nurture the, sor- nurture the source at these times by going back to the basic steps and focus only on what you can learn from any mistakes. We all make mistakes, but don't focus on your mistakes. Focus on what they have taught you. We all learn from our mistakes. She goes on to say, this is a good time. Yeah, this is the perfect time, in fact, to start a list of things you love about yourself. Write positive things in your journal. I love my independence, my creativity, my kindness, my vulnerability. Read your list of things to love regularly and remind yourself that you have disrupted the limiting, self-limiting beliefs whenever they pop into your head in the future. Put this technique of being able to challenge your own thinking into your toolkit until the time when it comes naturally to you, and it will. So anytime you're starting to feel, woe is me, you go back and you look at your achievements. It's like, oh, hey, I actually did pretty good. And if you're young or just starting out or just resetting your mindset, you're just beginning. Maybe you have to dig back, (laughs) dig back to one super awesome thing you did or got to do. 
Maybe you were the lead in the school play or something in grade two. Like, who cares? These are achievements. These are your personal gold medals, your personal ones. And I'm going to give you, for instance, which is kind of a funny one for me. I grew up on a farm and (laughs) every fall, all the pruning would take place. And then after the pruning took place, well, my dad did the pruning. And then I went out and I gathered all the prunings, cuttings on the tractor, put them on the back. And you think, well, that's a great achievement. No, 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 no. Here's the good part. So my grandparents were with me that day and I parked the tractor on a little bit of a slope, a little bit. Anything happened. It started to roll down the hill. (laughs) And I was young and naive and I just ran after that tractor and I jumped on it and I stopped. Now, crazy, dangerous, foolish child could have been killed. Maybe not by a rolling tractor, but could have been injured. But instead of looking at it that way, I'm like, wow. I saved the day, didn't I? That's kind of cool. Wherever you need to draw it, just do it. Just draw from your memory because there's good things out there. So make that list of achievements. Make that list of the things you have to, the things you feel grateful for. Make a list, a gratitude list. It's a great way to prime your brain to notice when good things happen. And I'm going to reiterate this. Write it in your journal. There's power in paper. Power. And if you do not have paper and pen, draw it on a mirror. (laughs) Wherever. Wherever you need to be. Be honest with yourself about your emotions, motivations, and behaviors. And Before bed tonight, spend a couple of minutes, she says, writing down some of the thoughts about your day in your journal. Then note three positive actions. You have made each day to help nurture the source and create your ideal future. And she says these can be anything, like as small as you like, from strengthening your emotional intelligence by thinking about a problem for another person's perspective to going for a mindful walk or reaching for a novel instead of your phone after dinner. Shake up your autopilot and question your default settings. Remember, we're raising our awareness, right? And each week in your journal, she says, you should also choose three aims for the week. Choose a relationship aim, a work aim, a personal development aim. Some of these should be for you quite achievable, small steps on the way to your big picture goals. You'll already have strong ideas about what these three big picture goals should be. And the rest of what we're going to talk about will help you develop them even further. So she gives some tips here about relationships. Make an effort to listen actively more often to colleagues or your partner. Big picture goal could be develop my emotional intelligence and empathy to strengthen key relationships. But that micro goal is making an effort to listen. Work example. Speak up more about my ideas or research potential mentors. Big picture goal, start my own business. Little steps, right? And the the third personal development example she gives, 
is commit to repeating a new affirmation each day to boost my self-esteem. Big picture goal, stop self-criticism and be confident and happy in my life choices. You have a choice, right? You can stop being your own worst enemy. And she says, you know, if you do this raised awareness, if you go through the process, learn from your mistakes, write down your wins, create your intentions by raising your self-awareness, by now, you should be feeling full of positive energy and focused on all things to like about yourself at this stage. And this is the perfect segue for the next episode where we're going to work on our action boards, our vision board. And before you think, oh, that's whole hope come, this is a scientifically proven method that will help you live a more inspired life. And I really would love it if you hit that subscribe button and maybe give me a thumbs up or a comment what you're doing to build your self-awareness, your self-esteem, and your self-confidence. We'll see you soon.